In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here is your top story. Former State Representative and former Michigan Budget Director Al Pasholka has started a new job as the Executive Director of Community and Government Relations at Lake Michigan College. Pasholka has been roughly the past four years as Vice President of Public Relations and Government Affairs at Conexus after he left office. He tells us the new job gives him the perfect mix to utilize his skills and experience to benefit the area, saying at this point in his life he wants to make a difference. Pasholko worked directly for and with LMC President Trevor Kubotsky to improve the college's relationship with local, state, and federal government officials and agencies aimed at gaining stronger support and greater funding for LMC programs and projects. A new rain garden designed to reduce pollution into Ox Creek has been unveiled to the Benton Harbor Meyer. Representatives from Meyer, the Berrien County Drain Commission, and the Southwest Michigan Planning Commission spoke of the importance yesterday of maintaining the health of the waterways. Here's Eric Petrovskis, the Director of Environmental Compliance and Sustainability for Meyer. We're lucky to live in the Great Lakes, and it's a resource that provides not only economic value to us here in Berrien County, but it provides recreation and biodiversity. These are privileges that we can't take for granted, and it's really our responsibility to uh, continue to improve water quality in the area. Marcy Hamilton of the Planning Commission says the project was a long time in the making. There are more improvements planned. We're working on a big grant right now with the city to do some habitat restoration work along Ox Creek and continue this down into the city and really make a difference. And we improve this creek, we improve the Pawpaw and St. Joe and ultimately Lake Michigan. Hamilton says Ox Creek is one of the dirtiest waterways in the state. Rain gardens will help filter runoff from the parking lots in the area. Meyer donated the land of the county as well as nearly $500,000 for the project. Republican gubernatorial nominee Tudor Dixon unveiled her age-appropriate classroom instruction act at the state capitol this week, saying it's time kindergarten through third grade students get back to basics. This act will require school districts to ensure that their schools do not provide classroom instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity in grades K through 3 or in any manner that is not age or developmentally appropriate. Dixon says her proposal is not anti-LGBTQ, but it's about getting back to basics for kids still trying to learn the basics. A spokesperson for Governor Whitmer says Dixon is pushing alarming and discriminatory policies that would hurt families and students. They add that Whitmer is committed to making sure every child has a safe and welcoming learning environment. Indiana Michigan Power has more than 300 employees now in Florida. They'll be helping with power recovery efforts from Hurricane Ian, as that has made landfall. Employees from southwest Michigan and five Indiana communities will be working 16-hour shifts. INM says they do not have an estimate on when the employees will be back, but they say they still have plenty of staff that are staying back in the area to assist with any issues that arise while they're gone. This is National Drive Electric Week. Power companies say they're working hard to develop the charging infrastructure to power an ever-growing fleet of electric vehicles in Michigan and across the country. Another part of National Drive Electric Week is to address consumer concerns about owning an electric car or truck, such as driving range, battery life, and maintenance issues. Brian Wheeler says Consumers Energy wants to make it easier and more economical for Michiganders to own an EV. We're really committed to providing 
rebates and incentives that make that EV choice more affordable. And also, if we encourage people to charge at the right times, which is typically overnight, they can take advantage of the best rates, the lowest costs. Wheeler says while gasoline-powered cars will likely still be on the roads for another decade or more, the changeover to EVs is happening faster than many people realize. It's really an exciting time, and we've seen so much growth already. We've been talking a lot about electric vehicles, but we also know it's a new experience for many people. And of course, the vast majority of drivers today have gas combustion engines. So there's a big transformation at work. More information on powering EVs, you can go to consumersenergy.com slash EV and find a listing of National Drive Electric Week events at driveelectricweek.org. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney.